Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What are you drinking? Vinny. Cake bread, Chardonnay. Haney, McUltra. Vinny and Haney. 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan, featured artist Friday, Wu-Tang Clan, chosen by you, the people. Anything you want to hear from them, send your request. Plot Sport text line, our Ryan Seacrest. Nolan McGraw is over there waiting to spin those tunes for you. Nolan, you familiar with this selection? It's Reunited. And it feels so good? Insert your own lyrics. Mm -hmm. Do what you got to do. That's what Reunited means. Unless it's, why would it be a bad reunion? You don't want no parts of that. It's reunited and it feels so good. Now the Ravens are going to get reunited with that familiar foe in the divisional round of the playoffs to be determined. Here to talk about Super Wild Card Weekend, what's been happening this week. One winning drive practice today, out at M&T tomorrow, and then just wait for chips to fall. He's on the WGK Law Guest Hotline, Baltimore Banner. Welcome back, Jonas Schaefer. Jonas, good morning. How are you feeling over there? I'm doing good, guys. It's uh, weird to not have a game this weekend. How you doing? Doing all right. And it's one of those relaxing weekends where you just uh, bet and lose your house and enjoy and hope for the best. Makes it all fun. But no Zay Flowers will concentrate on him at practice for the first two days. Nothing to see here. Please disperse. Or is there something more to this equation here? We got eyes on him in the locker room, I think, either yesterday or the day before. And uh, he seemed fine. Uh, No noticeable limp. uh, Nothing too out of bounds. We did get a chance to talk to him just because he was, you know, invoking the I didn't practice, so I don't have to talk uh, standard, which is totally fine. So uh, unless, you know, Wednesday or Tuesday comes around next week and he's still on the field, uh, I'm still saying it's all systems go for the divisional round. But, Obviously, you know, he's, he's dealt with some stuff later in the season, not just the foot, but the, but the cap as well. So um, I'm optimistic. Uh, I guess that's just my natural disposition, but I, I don't really see a huge reason to be concerned for either him or Marlon, who also seems to be getting around the locker room pretty well. Hey, uh, Jonas, did Kyle Hamilton have a knee brace on at practice? I don't think he did. Not that I saw. He, he might have been bundled up and, you know, wearing it underneath his pads, but uh, he seemed to be moving fine. And, you know, on Wednesday, uh, I believe he, said he he felt like he was a full participant out there. So I think it's all systems go for him as well. Um, what do you, what do you think the reasoning is for Saturday practice? I I, um, I like Harbs' reason, but I think the real reason is is then the players can't leave on the weekend. 
<laughs> oh man, you made us, you made me spit out my drink. Uh, I think I think I think it's just I think it is just that, you know you John can't John doesn't want to be guilty of sitting on his hands of falling into I don't want to say bad habits because it just happened once in 2019, but you know these guys have a they're treating this week like it's a normal practice week. You know they're they're doing stuff schematically they're they're practicing for certain kinds of runs they're doing everything but actually suiting up for the game and so you could say that if next week's divisional round game falls on a saturday then then this will this week will have basically been a uh, a near perfect replication of what next week might feel like obviously uh, discounting all the actual hitting and stuff that would go on during a game so i think it's about you know getting guys focused i think it's about you know, having these, these leaders be around this team as much as they can about, you know, having these guys maybe get access to, you know, the, the athletic trainers and the, you know, the therapy guys as much as possible so that they can nurse their aches and pains rather than leaving it to, to do themselves outside of the facility. Uh, so I, I just think, you know, like John says, that he wants to have these guys on a rhythm for next week and uh, get these guys out of the stadium and doing a little bit of visual, doing a little bit of visual visualization, excuse me, uh, probably wouldn't hurt either. Hey, Jonas, are you expecting, like, next week they come in Monday? To They start on Monday because this time of year normally um, they come in on Wednesday, you know, or do they come in Monday? Because if they come in Wednesday, then that gives the coaches time to prepare, or they come in Monday, get a lift in, get uh, probably preliminary, I you know, game plan type stuff. What do you think? Yeah, I think they would probably come in uh, earlier than normal. I mean, uh, you know, that they usually that has been, if I'm not mistaken, the the default mode when they're coming back from the, the bye week. Uh, you know, they they are usually in that locker room pretty early. Um, you know, we'll, we'll talk to the coaches, uh, talk to a couple of players. You know, not see them on Tuesday uh, if it's a normal Sunday game. But yeah, I, I would imagine it would be a, a little bit different in that sense because there is no. Uh, you know, day after rest that you have to worry about, that there is no pending of battered bodies from the game. Uh, you can just have these guys diving into the film. I'm sure everything is pretty well scouted, uh, pretty well charted in terms of, like, who's got what and how are you going to teach this technique or how are you going to defend this scheme or whatever. So uh, I think that's probably one of the big advantages is just being able to, to get ahead and not worry too much about how these guys are feeling physically. Hey, Jonas, no one harbs like we do, um, I would anticipate maybe that the coaches probably have to meet Sunday around 5 o'clock because they'll know who they're playing because Pittsburgh, the last AFC game is Pittsburgh-Buffalo, 1 o'clock yep. Sunday. So, Or maybe they go in Sunday and they watch that game together. That That's probably more likely. Be there at 1 o'clock. They watch, you know, if Pittsburgh's getting their butts kicked at halftime or whatever. Then they know that in Miami lost and Cleveland won. They know they're playing Cleveland, you know, so then they'll get started. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to be invited to that watch party, so no. uh, that doesn't matter to me. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that, that, that's, that's something to ask uh, John about today. You know, we're getting him. Uh, I guess in the, what, three hours' time thereabouts. Um, a lot of questions about just how this week will go and, and, and next week as well. And, uh, you know, there, there is uh, – if, if even though they have faced these teams before, a lot has changed. You know, the, the week one Houston Texans are not going to be the right. divisional round uh, Texans. The week 10 Browns are not going to be the divisional round Browns. So 
that there is that familiarity, at least with scheme and with how Nico Ryan's and Mike Tomlin and Kevin Stansky like to, you know, uh, you know, unfurl their game plan. But I would imagine that John, again, being on guard with everything that happened four years ago, uh, probably is not going to be one to sit on his hands. Now with Munkin and McDonald, I was telling Bob earlier, I mean, because you got because when you're doing your interview, I mean, they want to know who your staff is and all that. So, I mean, you got to spend time on the phone calling people and putting a staff together and doing all those things. So it does take some time to prepare to get ready for an interview, and McDonald's doing like four or five, and I think Todd's doing two. Yeah, I, I guess a lot of that is maybe making some empty promises to uh, about certain guys. I mean, I, it's all – you know, kind of conjectural at this point, you know, who, who you would be bringing up your staff because you don't actually have the, uh, the means to put together a staff and offer these, these guys the, the contract. But, you know, uh, Mike McDonald has been around a lot. I'm, I'm sure there's you know, maybe some folks at, at Michigan he would, uh, you know, consider for, for his staff. Uh, if, if you can't take anyone from the Ravens, um, you know, he, he knows a lot of people. Uh, Todd Munkin is obviously bounced between the NFL and college. And he would have some, some guys in mind, but uh, it, it is a – it's a rough spot to be those guys because even though you don't have to go in person to do these interviews, you know, Zoom still takes a lot of time. You know, if they if they want these jobs seriously, and I think they both do, then you're going to have to put a lot of time and work and, and effort into preparing to, to put on the best Zoom interview that you can. Um, you know, there's no guarantee that an interview like this will come around again. I mean, just ask, you know, Greg Roman and, and Wink Martindale. After 2019 passed, there wasn't a lot of interest in them because of you know, just that's how the league trended. So it, I'm sure it's a, a real tough spot for those guys, but it's uh, at least a nice thing, nice thing for the Ravens that they don't have to worry too much about game planning for this week so that those guys can, uh, you know, try to uh, have their cake and eat it too. Jonas Schaefer, Baltimore Banner, Vinny at Haney, 105.7. The fan, aren't you glad Vinny's back, Jonas? He was asking about you the last couple of weeks. Where's Vinny? Where's Vinny? Where's Vinny? The most likely upset in Super Wild Card Weekend is what to you? Oh man, uh, I, I guess the Browns are what three and a half point favorites over the Texans. Uh, it's two now. It's dropped a point. Oh, yeah. I, I think I like Houston. They're a much better team with CJ Stroud. They obviously didn't have uh, Grenard. They didn't have Will Anderson. Uh, it's amazing that that Cleveland offensive line has been able to protect Joe. That the way they have, considering they're down to you know offensive tackle five, offensive tackle six. But I think having those guys back would be. Uh, a much, uh, a much more helpful strategy. I am not counting on Amari Cooper going for 250 plus yards like he did the last time. Um, so, <clears throat> you know, Grant, no Grant Delpit is a big deal. Maybe no Denzel Ward is a big deal. Uh, I, I think that, that could be a game where, <clears throat> excuse me, Joe Flacco throws a couple picks. You know, he's making a lot of magic with his arm, but he's also throwing picks away at his career high rate, which is a, a little bit of a red flag. So. I like Demico Ryan's. I like what that defense can do, run defense-wise. And if you take away that that Cleveland running game, then that play-action game that Joe Flacco's been relying on uh, loses a little bit of its juice. And I, I think you level the playing field a lot. So uh, I, I'm not super confident, but I do think that's probably my my favorite offset pick for the weekend. He is Jonas Schaefer, Baltimore Banner. Jonas, appreciate the time as always. Have fun at one winning drive today, and we'll talk to you next week. 
All right, guys. Be good. Thanks for having Thanks, me. Thanks, John. Next Friday, we'll know who the Ravens are playing. That'll be determined this weekend. We'll come back. We got the whip around. Tons happening in the world of sports last night and some epic football moments historically as well. It's January 12th. Keith Cavanaugh, TerrapinTimes.com. Join us bottom of the hour. Maryland wins last night. What does it, any of it mean? Heading to Illinois this Sunday at 2 o'clock. A game you can hear on 105.7 The Fan. Got a funhouse trip. Nolan McGraw. News from the Nets coming up at noon. By ourselves. Where's our weekend money? Count that at 12.15. And we'll look at the rookie class of 2023. Their impact on the field. Zay Flowers. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Aside. Vinny and Hades with. Brought to you by Box Hill Pizzeria and Crab Cakes. The best crab cakes in Harford County. 1057 The Fan. All right, a lot to get to. Maryland wins last night. College Hoops. We'll talk to Keith Cavanaugh about that coming up in about 10 minutes or so. You don't want to miss it. Second conference win for Kevin Willard. And his turtles, 64-57. Also in college basketball last night, Big Ten, number 11, Illinois, 71-68 over Michigan State, holding off the Spartans. Maryland will be in Champaign Sunday afternoon at 2. You can hear that game, 105-7. The fan. There was an upset last night, top 25, Santa Clara, 77-76 over number 23, Gonzaga. Yes, they stormed the court. There's the Zags. Take one on the chin locally. It was Towson, 73-64 over Stony Brook in overtime. And Vermont took care of UMBC, 77-72. It's been a long year so far for the Retrievers. And real quick, had nothing to do with Baltimore. Got nothing to do with the top 25. But just want to point out, we're talking to Frank Burleson, Hall of Fame basketball writer a couple of days ago, about UCLA, who Maryland beat. A couple nope. weeks back, yep. UCLA played Utah last night. 90, high-scoring game, right? Yeah. To 44. UCLA got trounced. Damn. 90 to 44. So that Maryland went out and Paulie, not exactly a resume builder Jeez. right now. Winning one at Champagne would be. But we'll get to that in a few. NBA last night, one where had the local kids involved. Speaking of trouncing, Oklahoma City, 139-77 over Portland. And Aaron Wiggins had a steal. Maryland, 
course, former Terp, played for former Terp great Keith Gatlin in high school. But you score 139, you steal, and his minutes were limited. I don't know. Maybe Aaron Wiggins is sick. I don't know the game story. I've been reading on his, uh, you know, what the practices have been like. Maybe he's in the doghouse. I don't know. But a guy that is all, he's the top dog. Nolan's favorite player, Shea Gilgis Alexander, 31-5-4. He's a beast. He's going to be a first-team All-NBA performer on the ice. Let's get a little chilly here down in D.C. It was the Kraken. Well, after a slow start, they're starting to percolate. Yep, yep. And the Caps were the latest to feel that heat. Larson rolls through center. Feed for Tanev. Get it back to the front. He scores. A beautiful goal for Adam Larson. Uh, Joe Beninati, monumental sports number. Yeah, I, I tell you what, Bob. I mean, Kraken were up two nothing after one, and then Max Pacioretty scored his first goal as a cap. He was out last year with injury, or was out two years with an injury. Had a nice shot, got a nice pass from Ovi, but uh, they did nothing after that. I mean, the next goal was the important one, and and Seattle scored it with like 50 seconds left in the second period. That was a killer, and then they scored again. You know, Adam Larson scored in the third period to put it up 4-1. But you know what was amazing about that game, Bob, is going into the third period, no penalties, either team. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was pretty uh, non-contact clean, clean game. game. Yes. But a goalie for uh, the Kraken had a pretty stellar night, too. He, he was decord. He was he was good. He, had, he stopped 25 shots, and he made some big saves. He made a... a Ovi had a one-timer in the first period that he made a really nice save on. You know, so, yeah, he, he played good. Kemper was just okay. Well, it wasn't great. He was just okay. Now, if you're looking for some pre-NFL playoff sports entertainment tomorrow on the Tube, the Caps are at the Rangers. New York right now, 26-12-3, one of the best teams in the uh, NHL. Yeah, the, the Rangers, they play them back-to-back. They play... Tomorrow at 1 o'clock at home, and then Sunday at 1 o'clock in New York. But the Rangers are very good. One of the best, like Bob said, they're one of the best teams in the league. They got great goaltending. They got great scoring. They got great defense. They got a hell of a team, and they're pretty young. It's Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. New, or excuse me, uh, what do we got? The whip around here. News from the Nets coming up top of the hour. I, I get my own handwriting confused. Sorry about that, everybody. It is uh, January the 12th. This day in sports history locally. We'll start at Maryland Hoops. 1980, Cold Field House. Maryland beats Pitt. 95-88. Buck Williams, 24 points, 15 boards. Albert King had 23. Greg Manning, 22. Ernie had 20. Ernie Graham, Baltimore. I watched this game, not to make it all about me, and what I remember about this game. 44 years ago, Nolan. I don't remember what I did Tuesday, but I remember watching this on a Saturday night at 1807 Baltimore Street. Sam Clancy for the Panthers, who wound up playing in the NFL for many years as a defensive lineman. Punched Taylor Baldwin in the face, backup center for Maryland, and no foul was called. Whoa. And they shook hands. Everybody, like, Ernie Graham was ready to kill Sam Clancy. And no, it was, you think referees suck now? They were really bad. The guy should have been thrown out of the game and suspended for a month. He just kept playing. 
Maryland made them pay on the hardwood, however. 1997 in Raleigh, 19th ranked Maryland beat NC State 68-59. Laurent Proffitt, friend of the show at 15. Keith Booth, Baltimore. Uh, Terrell Stokes of Beanie Keezy at 14 each. Keith Booth at 10 boards. Maryland improved a 14-1 a on the year. They would ascend to number five in the polls that year. Lost in the first round of the tournament. But we'll get to that. In due time, what else we got going on here? That's it for the Maryland stuff. All right, how about uh, baseball? Brooks Robinson and Juan Marichal on this day, 1983, inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Remember his wind-up, Bob, Juan Marichal? The big leg kick, for sure. <laughs> now, pitched for the Giants most yeah, of his career, yeah, yeah. and, you know, he didn't get to see him. I mean, I saw Brooks Robinson play in purpose, in pur- on purpose and in person, but uh, too worthy. Hall of Famers announced on this day. What's that? 83. 41 years ago. Brooksy! All right, Vinny. I'll bust out some bad news for you. Uh-oh. It's been a rough week for the Vikings in Super Bowl oh, history. Yes, it is. January uh, 12th in New Orleans. Tulane Stadium. Mm-hmm. Super Bowl Niner. Steelers. 16-6 over the Vikings. Franco Harris. Rushed for 158 yards and a touchdown. He was MVP. Terry Bradshaw hit Larry Brown for a touchdown. Steelers forced five turnovers. <coughs> Pittsburgh's only touchdown was on a punt block. Ugh. I think it was Matt Blair. Oh, the Vikings only touchdown. Or Vi- Vikings, sorry. Minnesota had 119 total yards of offense this game. Who was who was the quarterback? Fran. Francis. Well, and at, Chuck uh, Foreman, John Gilliam, they were at the height of their powers. Was Ahmad Rashad there too? He wasn't there yet, no. Well, at 14-19, Johnson, it was not a happy day. <laughs> 119 total yards of offense. Jesus Christ. That is what you call some dominance. All right, bad news locally, not to rub it in on uh, the old Vikings fans. 1969 in Miami, we'll keep this brief. Super Bowl three. Jets beat the Colts, 16-7. Colts were 17-point favorites, lost. If they would have won that game as the 17-point, they lost one game regular season to Cleveland, blew them out in the NFL championship game in Cleveland, 34-zip. If the Colts would have won that game, they'd still be considered one of the greatest teams in the history of the NFL. But they lost. Now next to the 07 Patriots, they're the second-best team to never win a Super Bowl or NFL championship. But that happened. 55 years ago. But on the bright side, everybody, this happened 11 years ago today. Flacco stepping up and throwing deep down the far sideline. Caught into the end zone. Touchdown, Jacoby Jones. Kick is on its way, and it looks good. The Baltimore Ravens have come into Denver and reached the AFC Championship game for the second straight year. How about that? That was Joe Flacco's 70-yard bomb to Jacoby Jones. 31 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Rookie Justin Tucker kicked the extra point to send it in overtime where he would win it with a 47-yard field goal as the Ravens stun the Broncos' number one seed. 38-35 in overtime. Flacco threw threw, uh, three touchdown passes. That one, obviously, to Jacoby. Hit Torrey Smith for a 59-yarder and another for 32 yards. Corey Graham Nolan had a pick six. 
But Trinden Holiday for the Broncos had a 90-yard punt return for a touchdown yeah. and a 104-yard kickoff return for a touchdown in that game. Bob, I was doing the post game. That's insane. I was watching it here in the in the old studio, not in the studio. The but old performance area. No, it wasn't the performance area. Remember that office area that we had there where it was Before like Before the they turned it into yes. the performance area. I was area. sitting there eating a pizza. Some from, money well spent. I was eating a pizza from Pepe sitting by myself. You know, with Jacoby Jones, I'm jumping up and down. And then it was a hell of a post-game show, let me say. Joe Flacco, by the way, 18 of 34, over 300 yards, three touchdowns. Ravens advance to the AFC Championship game. And uh, what I remember about the game, well, the game, but me, Mark Zeno, and uh, Gary Coleman were doing the pregame show okay. from the Green Turtle and Owings Mills. Uh-huh. And none other than Adam Jones. Jonesy called in live from whatever their stadium is pregame. Uh, and because uh, remember the Orioles were coming off their playoff year, busted out 12, and he was supporting the Ravens 100%. So that was a memorable win, one of the great wins in Ravens history. We'll come back. Well, Maryland won last night. Was it a great win? Eh, nah, but it's a win. It's all that matters. Keith Calvin, all terribletypes.com. And then uh, Nolan McGraw, he's still dancing that Wu-Tang Clan. I mean, you should have been on Soul Train if you were alive and even know what Soul Train is, but we'll explain it to you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Here on the fan. The Sports Pulse of Baltimore. 105.7 The Fan. Jenny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Bob Haney, Vinny Serrano, Nolan McGraw, other side of the glass. Featured artist Friday, Wu-Tang Clan. Rocking along nicely. Usually, Nolan, you'll know I'll complain about the music. I got no problem with this. It's like a nice little groove. Don't really know the lyrics. Because you know, you know me, I'm against profanity. Excuse me? <laughs> what? Well, at least from 10 to 2. You're right. When the mic's hot. But uh, we'll get into all that good stuff. Funhouse with a quick draw in a minute. But uh, Terps win last night. Down 12 at halftime to Michigan, which was not a good look, considering that the Wolverines were without their uh, leading scorer and another starter. But a win's a win. Here to make sense of it all from TerrapinTimes.com, WGK Law Guest Hotline. 
He's Keith Cavanaugh. Keith, good morning. What's happening there, uh, my friend? Guys, good morning. A lot of football and basketball to talk about. But, yeah, that first half last night was just painful. That was brutal. But in the second half, we've seen something we hadn't seen all year for the most part. A supporting cast emerge. A team, and I capitalize T-E-A-M, win in that second half because you saw – Many people beyond just a guy with the name Young on the back of his jersey have an impact on the game and have confidence. And that was huge to build confidence. You got, you got to go out to number 10 Sunday at Illinois and play there. You got to come back whole court with a W last night to stay out of the cellar uh, in the Big Ten and boost confidence. But you saw Julian Reese powering up to the hoop and finishing, swatting shots, hitting critical free throws. I think I actually saw four free throws where he didn't do that little stagger <laughs> um, delay move. He oh, was a Jamal more fluid Wilkes. motion. Yeah, yeah. it was like um, not at the beginning of the game, but the end of the game, it was just like one motion, which you know we need to see more of that, not that little stagger hitch. And uh, he was successful in the clutch. DHS taking it to the rack, finishing it, playing bully ball, which is his best style. Please don't shoot any more three-pointers, DHS. Kaiser knocking down two uh, threes. Um, Hopefully gets his confidence up. Because really, we've seen a team where Jameer Young has been the man, but no one else has really had an impact, and everyone else's confidence is shaky. The body language is not great. So the way they toughed it out, gritted it out, albeit defense has always been there. And the pressure last night was great. But to see them double up um, Julian the first half in the post and the second half, he was kicking it out and the shooters were finally hitting shots. But, yes, guys, it is key to hit shots. And Dante Scott was huge with the four threes in the first half. And that's finally what we've been waiting to see from the fifth-year senior. Yeah, well, you know, he's out there doing his thing, 20 of his 22 in the second half as Maryland pulled away. But how does – how does any of this bode well for them moving forward? Now, granted, Illinois is tough, and they beat Michigan State last night. Uh, Terrence Shannon, their best player, he's right now suspended. He's trying to get legal action to get yeah. him back on the floor. And and look, they hung with Purdue last week, minus him as well. But they got to start stacking. Keith, I'm stating the obvious here. What, yeah. what has to happen for them positively in regards – is he going to shorten the bench? Is he going to look yeah, for more did. contributors? What What's going to happen here yeah. over the next month and a half? Well, he shortened it last night. You didn't see much of Caleb Swanton Rogers, a little bit of Lamothe, not much of Bachelor. Um, Julian's got to stay out of foul trouble. You got to continue to try to make shots. You got to continue to try to find some offensive semblance because they still really run no offense. In the second last possession, <laughs> the shot clock violation, they had two timeouts there. So the basketball IQ at times, you're still scratching your head. But they're giving it, they're all at the defensive end pretty much every night. Sometimes they can get lost from the three-point shooters. And, yeah, guys like Kaiser, maybe everything's not going well for him, but he's diving around, scrapping. You know, he's got good body language. Too too often DHS has poor body languages and brooding and, you know, um, shaking his head and whatnot. So, you know, you want to hopefully see something like this. Yeah, Michigan's lost six in a row. Yeah, Doug McDaniel and Jackson were not there. Um, but um, you're just trying to build on some positive and get some confidence and improve game to game instead of regressing and regressing, you know, (laughs) that Minnesota game, 15 turnovers in the first half, Julian, 
getting his fourth foul with 16 left and blowing that game that you should have won. So you want to see onward progress here and adjustments, and, you know, we'll see. But, you know, obviously this team is going to struggle um, throughout the breadth of the tournament, uh, the conference, you know, with Wisconsin. Look what Nebraska just did. Illinois is going to be very tough. I think Terrence Shannon Jr.'s – the hearing or whatever is today. So hopefully he doesn't get that restraining order and can play Sunday. Obviously he's one of the top players in the country. So we'll see, uh, but some good signs last night, but only if it continues. Now you were mentioning that there's big news in football. What is it, Keith? Oh, not big news, just news since we last spoke. Well, we, uh, I'll temper this by saying, um, you know, Jet White, the four star Florida corner yep. from, 25. Now, here's a guy who lived in California all his life, moved to Miami, uh, four-star defensive back, um, came out with a top 10 last week, went to the All-American game. Maryland was not in the top 10, and he announced for Maryland. (laughs) Now, I see this lasting about a month, but if it doesn't last, (laughs) you know, the Florida kids, as we know it, the Florida kids. So he's their first commit for 25. And it's good that Azar uh, Abdul Rahim is back, new assistant coach. Henry Baker, the defensive back coach, is gone. Azar, of course, as you, have, as you know, D back coach and um, D coordinator at BC. He used to coach FCA in DC, and he brought Maryland, Devin Gray, um, Derwin Gray, Jermaine Carter, Yannick Nagakwe. Savon Walker, I think three of the four are still active in the league. So a little staff change there. And then they also, uh, what's equally important in the portal, they got a kicker punter, oh, Ryan Capriati. Yeah, Ryan Capriati from ECU, East Carolina. He's at a good council. He's got four years to play. So you're still looking for one more DL, OL, and a secondary player in the portal. And this week they hosted the number one JUCO DL in the nation, Dylan Chrisley at Americopa Junior College, six one seventy five. Um he is a whirling dervish type uh plugger um uh tackle machine. So hopefully uh, they can stay in contention with him as his visits will continue. So a little off season football news. But Leah, you know, um I don't think he's gonna get his uh, uh appeal one. There's no merit for an extra year and as you saw, Miami took uh Poppenberger, Poppenberger the other day, the quarterback from Albany. Um, so, you know, he's still looking to try to win his appeal to get an extra year. So plenty going on. And um, again, Derek Queen's supposed to announce this month um, between Maryland and Indiana. I think the kid wants to be here. I think mom wants him to maybe get away for uh, college. We'll just have to see what happens, but he's still the key to the class and then get some other portals. Obviously Maryland's front court needs a lot of portal help. Uh, beyond Juju, um, the rest of the guys really can't play at this level. So they got to go find some bigs this um, w- late winter and spring in the portal yet still. And a point guard point. Keith Cavanaugh, com. Keith, as always, appreciate the time and the information. Enjoy your super wild card weekend. Hey, the uh, commanders have a new GM, which we'll talk about when we come back. How's My skinnies. There you go. There you go. All right, dude. See you. Take care, guys. Yep. Keith Cavanaugh, big fan of Wu-Tang Clan. You might not have guessed it by listening to Keith over the years, but he is. He's got a lot of flavor.
most of it vanilla, as a matter of fact. We'll come back. Funhouse, Nolan McGraw, news from the nest. Buy or sell. Then we'll look at the Ravens' rookie class of 23, their impact on this year's team ahead of the playoffs. If you want to comment, share your predictions, concerns for Super Wild Card Weekend, I've been popping off that Buffalo's going to blow out the Steelers. Any Steeler fans out there want to dispute that? So I've been saying it very aggressively, guys, which means Steelers are probably going to win and win handily. Vinny and Haiti. Put your headphones in and ignore your coworkers. 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haiti, 1057 The Fan. What's happening, everybody? Here on this Featured Artist Friday, it's a Wu Tang clan. You chose them. We're jamming to them. You want to hear from them? Send your request to Nolan McGraw on the Plaza Sport text line at 410 583 1057. News from the Nest. Coming up top of the hour, we're going to hear from Mike McDonald and Todd Munkin. Mm-hmm. As they practice this week, the Ravens practicing today, back at the stadium tomorrow. And then next week, things will really start to ramp up. But as we talked about last hour, Jonah Schaefer, or beginning of this one, knows a flowers doesn't appear as though that's an issue right now. Before we get to Nolan McGraw here, Washington Commanders have a new GM. It is uh, 49ers Assistant General Manager Adam Peters. Yeah, Adam Peters. Um, he started out in New England. I've n- I've never met met the guy. He started out in New England. Then he went to Denver. I think he was at Denver when they won the Super Bowl when Peyton was there. And then he went to the Niners after that. And supposedly, he's close with the the former GM of the Golden State Myers. Warriors, Myers, who's on the who was selecting them basically, which is. Pretty common. Like when I was at the Niners, Bob, I was tight with, you know, who used to come over all the time and sit in our draft room and sit in our draft was Dean Lombardi, who was the GM of the Sharks. You know, we didn't have anything to do with um, the basketball people. Um, With baseball, Carmen used to go hang out with uh, the Giants people some, but we were, Dean Lombardi used to, I mean, he wanted to come over and see how things were doing and sit in and stuff. And we would go to a ton of Sharks games. So um, I can see where that was Myers has relationship with Peters and it's easy to recommend him for the job. So there you go. Commanders fans, you have a new GM and now his task is to uh, find a coach, find a coach. They got uh, some things to do during the draft to find a quarterback, find a quarterback. I mean, they have, I mean, they have running backs are there. Check wide receivers. Check. Now, if, if defense I, is taking hey, some blows Bob, here, if I'm the owner, I say, listen, uh, you know, uh, we like that Purdy guy who was the seventh round pick. You know, the one that you traded up to get. You know, don't do that again. Yeah. Bring <laughs> <laughs> Nolan McGraw in. Quick draw. Hey, feeling on this featured artist Friday? Feeling good. Uh, your daily Joe Flacco tidbit here, oh, in yeah. case we needed any more. But uh, you know, Joe, all those years with Baltimore, playing so many road playoff games. He amassed seven road playoff victories in his career. That's tied with Tom Brady for the most all time. So tomorrow, against all odds, he comes off the couch weeks ago. He's got a chance to finally upstage Tom Brady. A win tomorrow, most all-time road wins by a quarterback in playoff history. Hey, look, when you're mentioned in the same breath as Tom Brady, and let's, you know, for our younger listeners out there, the playoff rounds are now greater I mean it used to be you'd win your division or you'd win your in the old NFL your conference the western versus the coastal etc cetera, etc cetera. there weren't 
three, four different rounds of the playoffs to accumulate these sorts of things. And during Flacco's career in Baltimore, they played a lot of wild card games. Yep. But he won them. Yep. And that's all that matters. And he's in a situation again tomorrow. A game you can hear on 1057 The Fan to do it again. Hey, look, I'm wacko for Flacco. I, I, how many times do you want me to say it? I, I, I hope they win. But I thought, though. I I, Houston might be there. It may be where Bob all of a sudden he turns it over three times or whatever, and then, you know, Houston wins, which that would not shock me either because he, he's he's – been a turnover machine lately. A couple of pick sixes in the mix. What do you want to do here, Nolan? You make the call. You want to go fun out? You want to wait till next hour? What do you want to do? Uh, no need to force it. We'll uh, we'll do a full one next hour. All uh, right, let's do it. We'll come back. News from the nest here from the coordinators. If you want to join us, talk about Joe Flacco, tomorrow's matchup with Houston, and then the other uh, Super Wild Card games, feel free to get in. We got uh, Ravens rookie breakdown class of 23 coming up around 1230. NFL lunch. Jason Cole's going to be joining us. Long time NFL writer preview this weekend's matchups with him and where's bill belichick going to wind up if he winds up anywhere reports were within the last few minutes that uh Pete carroll doesn't know what his deal is yet whether or not he wants to coach get back in that thing i would think if if he did bob i would think if he could get the charger job he has a house in malibu anyhow so i think if he could get the charger job back in la where he's got a big name after you know winning all the stuff he did at sc and he's got a quarterback. I think that would interest him. And we'll do our picks for a Super Wild Card weekend. And then Jake Rill covers the Orioles for MLB.com. Bird's taking care of business here in arbitration. Austin Hayes not settled yet. Could this be a problem? And we're a little more than a month away for pitchers and catchers. Marcus Stroman signed with the Yankees. How deep are the Orioles in that conversation? You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever. Or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.